Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously said to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that bartender I met who secretly likes people to watch him after hours. I could be reading from that waitress at that restaurant. You know the one. She secretly wears a vibrator inside her ass all shift long. And I could be reading from that elf. You know the one. The one that stands next to Santa who secretly uses that sleigh as a bed in various fun ways. You just never, ever know. If you have any erotic fantasies you want to share or questions or just want to say hi or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a story, question, or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at dnikki.com. One six two, And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped, who engineered the ultimate and groin body trimmer. Okay, as usual, this is where I say la la la, sexy la la la, lawnmower 4.0, which is all of those is absolutely true. However, on vacation, I smelled a man. And ladies, when I say man, I, it was one of those men that you pass and you're like, oh, and even ladies, I'll do that. If you smell nice, I'm going to say, wow, that you smell amazing. So sexy. What do you, you know, what's your smell? But this man, oh, hello. I mean, even his smell screamed sex. I mean, I mean, he was attractive and it just, it pulled it all together and had he was wit and charm and no, I did not play. But oh. so I asked him, what are you wearing? And he happened to be wearing the Manscaped new body wash. And I got to thinking how I love my man. When he gets out of the shower and when he first goes to work, you have that after the shower, very clean, manly smell. And then when he comes home, you know, you got that, you can still smell the undertones of the soap and and everything in the day to day. That's what this did. That gave me the impression of the all everything blending together, all the pheromones. And I swear they put something sexy in that stuff. While you're picking up your lawnmower 4.0, pick up their body wash. I'm telling you, it will not disappoint. I so wanted to smell this man's neck. Oh, and he had stubble too. Nice silver. Oh, I'm in love. Get 20% off free shipping worldwide with manscaped.com. Don't forget, Dear Nikki is the code. Again, 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com. And don't forget to tell them Nikki sent you. So, I may have met someone on the ship. Maybe. He might be 
charming, very sexy, and smells delectably sinful. Mm. Maybe, just maybe. Oh, actually, I'll confess I did. And he did make me laugh. If you ever get a chance, and there's a man on your ship named C.J. Jones, go see him, hands down, one of the most, the, be, the one of the nicest comedians I've ever met and completely worth it. So if ever he's ever in your area or you're on a cruise ship with him, hands down, go see him. Completely a nice guy. Tell him Nikki sent you. Thank you so much for the well wishes. And I saved you guys from the woman in the by the penny slots that drinks cheap with you know scotch and whiskey and is smoking cigarettes while on an oxygen tank that woman we all know it. We've, if we've been to a casino you know what woman i'm talking about that's the woman i sounded like uh, so i'm saving you i saved you from that with uh, an older episode of patron so thank you again for the well wishes i really do appreciate that if you haven't had a chance, stop by ASN Magazine and read the article. Your confession might be there. Remember, all names are changed, so you're still safe. But I've taken us and opened us up into another spectrum. So go check it out. So you may have missed an episode and you may get to enjoy maybe some articles if you're not part of Patron that were part of Patron and not part of the regular show that you get to read. So there you go, ASN Magazine. December issue. I believe we're on page 156. So there you go. Dear Nikki, what is verbal seduction? I fell in love with this question the minute it was asked. I knew that he was a deep thinker, kind of like I am. Here's the thing. Verbal seduction has to have all the elements. It really does for me anyway, um, especially for face to face. So you can't just come up and say, hey, nice dress or hey, you know, great tits, I want to suck them. That's not verbal seduction to me. Verbal seduction to me is where you're sitting in front of me and we're talking about anything and everything else, but that you're playing with all my other elements. Like, you know, I like funny, you know, I like witty, you know, I love intelligence. And again, intelligence for me doesn't mean a master's, a bachelor or a doctorate or anything, a piece of paper that you paid thousands of dollars for. That's not me. It's meaning something you're you've you've read about or you know you're interested in and you have some kind of thought process about it. I, I love bantering off somebody like that. That that's a sexual buildup for me. So for me, that would be um verbal intimacy or verbal seduction is what we're talking about here. And I'll never forget about the times that we spend together, my lover and I. And we could be talking about anything. And I get to a point where he's he's just talking and I'm like, you know what? I'm horny. Let's go. And I pretty much do. I'm like, let's go. And I'm on the horse and I, I, I do so many hard lefts on him. I, I'm probably going to have a whiplash bill if he ever dumps me. So, <laughs> but for you, what is verbal seduction for you? Um, does do you want that? Do you want some one woman or a woman to come up with you and just see you from across the room and go, you know what? I want your dick sucked, or you know, or do you need more than that? Do you, if it's just that, do you consider that seduction? See, I don't. I, I I feel like if I lead with that, it's like this is all I have. I'm a great dick sucker, and that's it. Even if it's a one night stand, I got to have a build up. I not that I want a relationship or anything. It just I got to have something more than just hey, your tits are great. I want to fuck them. 
you know, I got to have more. So for you, I'm asking this as, as, since it was asked to me, and this is what it means to me, obviously, what does it mean to you? Verbal seduction. What do you need to be seduced verbally? I'd really like to know. Dear Darcy, as November is here, I'm curious, will you be joining in the no nut November or possibly the no shave November? Curious listener, Jonathan. You heard that right, dear Darcy. This isn't the first question he's ever gotten, but it's the first he's ever, maybe the second he's ever answered. Uh, This is what he said, Jonathan. Building up either horniness or facial hell for a month would make me irritable and difficult to work with. And yes, it would. So yeah, we totally on the no nut or we're not on the, we were not on the no nut or no shave November thing. That was a hard no for me. I'm like, nope, not going to happen. You could just exit. Not that even consider, I don't, he wouldn't even consider it. So there you go. There's your answer, Jonathan. Tunicky. How many filthy cherries do you use in your whiskey? I typically use one to three in two shots. How about you? Also, what other types of bourbon or whiskey do you enjoy besides Woodford? In addition to the Woodford that is on my shelf, I have Four Roses, Larceny, Fighting Cock. How appropriate, right? And also a bottle of Monkey Shoulder Scotch. What say you, Nikki? Doug. Well, hello there, Doug. To answer your question, my if I drink it on the rocks or straight up, it's two fingers. And uh, depending on how I feel, like you, one to three cherries, I do sometimes put a, like a half a, like a half a, like you don't, the bitters, the cherry, I put cherry bitters in mine just to enhance the cheriness of the Woodford, uh, or I think it has anyway, um, or put cherry in it. I don't know. Just a little bit. So I don't squeeze all the way down. It's probably not even like a half a drop of cherry bitters because you can't add too many bitters because hence bitters. But on my shelf until this, I had Woodford and uh, please don't send the Irish mob out after me. Cragalacky, a 17 year age scotch. But after you email, because I wanted to try some of these and I've heard great recommendations, I did go out and buy Four Roses, Larceny, Fighting Cock. I do have a story with that, but not while I'm coughing because I can't laugh and cock. Say, cock, ha. Walked into that door myself. Um, cock. <laughs> oh, God, I keep saying it. You know what? I, I can't laugh and cough, not cock, at the same time. <laughs> and I did buy Monkey Shoulder. I heard wonderful things about Monkey Shoulder. Um, and what I could smell this morning, it had this uh, citrus, this orange, it smelled very, very, very nice. So I am looking forward to trying monkey shoulder. And, um, I read a little bit about it and I went all geek mode and I won't do it here because this is a sex show than a scotch and whiskey show. But I, if you have not read up on monkey shoulder, I advise you do. Um, it's very interesting. Um, I thought about them anyway, and I bought the knot because the one store I went to didn't have larceny. So I bought the knot, which is a scotch, um, and another one, you know, from Scotland. So I, 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 that's what I have on my shelf as we currently speak. So there you go. I'm, by the way, guys, I'm thinking about doing a show where we can all sit and have some scotch and whiskey on the rocks, or maybe talk about how we like it, share some stuff. I have a, um, recipe that was made just for me by a bartender that I I would not mind sharing. Um, So if there's something that if you do other 
um, things with your scotch and whiskey and would like to share them, let's get together. Send me an email when you're up for it in the evening. Um, so yeah, we can actually sit, have some scotch and whiskey and just be together and, you know, say hello. How about that? So send me a note. I'm thinking into the month, beginning of next. What do you guys think? And if you're attending Crazy Winter Nights, don't forget to buy your tickets. I can arrange where we can all have scotch together, maybe some whiskey, and actually sit at a table instead of dancing and whatnot. So if you would like to have some drinks alone with me, whiskey or whatever, you don't have to drink whiskey necessarily or even drink at all. Let me know. Buy your tickets at, at, at crazywinternights.com. Um, let them know. Send them a note that you would like to have drinks with me and we can arrange something. I'd like to get a group of us together and we can all sit back and relax. Have some whiskey. What do you guys think? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have some whiskey. With some filthy cherries, of course. And explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, my name is Abe, and I just recently discovered your podcast, and I'm fascinated by the way you tell your stories that your listeners submit. There comes a time when I don't simply listen to erotic stories, but take part of them as if I were there witnessing the intimate sexual act between couples. That, of course, guided by a voice who seduces my mind and my imagination. Yes, like yours. I'm happily in a relationship, but I'm the kinky one. She respects my kinks and my fantasies I often take part of, even though it's through the mind. I like to write about us, about her, or any woman who I find attraction to. I find it really incredible when a sensual person takes the time to read some of my kinky fantasies, even if I don't usually indulge physically. But for me, it's more than enough. I get to live them over and over in my mind. Enjoy. I couldn't keep my eyes away from her as she adjusted her white dress, making sure her ass was on point and noticed. If there was something that worried her the most, that was it. Her ass and her curves needed to look perfect. She knew I was looking at it. She knew that thousands of people noticed her great-looking ass, and she loved the attention. But I loved it even more. She looked at herself in the mirror, which showcased her entire body. She placed and ran her hands on her hips. I love that too. And that was some sort of tease for me. She knew exactly what she was doing. How good does this dress look? She asked. If there was something that I loved about her, the prettiest and hottest woman alive, it was the sexiness she portrayed. There wasn't a single time where she doubted her looks. Every single piece of clothing that she put on to her eyes was perfection. No flaws, no questions of self-doubt. She loved how clothes looked on her every single time. She always knew just how hot and sexy she really was. You really want to know? I replied. You have to change that dress of yours. She walked towards where I was, indicating to do something about it. I couldn't help but stare at her wide hips going back and forth side to side, seducing me. I swore that she was going to regret all that teasing. You really think I'll mind changing my dress? She teased. I didn't have a chance to reply. She groped and placed her body against mine and started sucking on my neck. She knew just how my cock enjoyed it. She knew my weak spot and acted upon it real quick. She was a real teaser. Her tongue on my neck did magic 
every time. She groaned and moaned on my neck like a horny lover in need of cock. Yes, I moaned. I was so aroused to say anything else, just to let her continue sucking and kissing my neck, letting her have her way with it, my hands all over that big ass of hers, grabbing onto it with everything I had as my cock got harder and harder for her. Finally, I reached for my pants after a few seconds and pulled them down, exposing my rock-hard cock. Get on your knees, I ordered, and she quickly obeyed. She got on her knees and looked up at me. I caressed her hair for a bit before inserting my cock into her mouth. I closed my eyes as I shoved my shaft all the way down her throat. She gagged as always, but that wasn't the problem at all. She loved gagging on my cock. Saliva, spit, and cum all mixed in her mouth as I went in and out of her. Drool and cum soon the feel on the front of her dress. I rocked my hips faster and faster, in and out, holding onto her ponytail. I loved fucking her this way, having my way with her mouth, owning her mouth for my pleasure. I took breaks after six consecutive thrusts before stopping completely. I wasn't going to come in her mouth. No, not this time. Lay in the bed with your ass up, I then said. She immediately did as she was told. She walked towards the bed, crawled, and waited for me on their hands on the mattress, her ass facing my direction. I told you, baby, you're going to have to change your dress once I'm done. I wasn't kidding, and she wasn't either. She really wanted me to come on her dress. I placed my body on top of hers and started grinding on her wide and plump ass. I loved the feeling her ass on my cock, and she loved feeling it through the fabric on her skin. Her thick and curvy body felt so good with every thrust and every grind. I screamed and groaned out her name, and it felt amazing. The feeling on her dress on my cock sent me to the edge. I caressed her ass a little more with my hands and gave her a couple spanks. That ass of hers really drove me insane. I finally ground her on her ass so hard and so fast while grabbing her hair and saying she was mine. She wanted me to come. She then moaned out to come so hard on her ass. I came hard. That cum covered the back of her dress. Her ass, completely covered in cum, never looked so beautiful. I caressed and worshipped her hips a little more. It was never enough for me. I loved her, and her ass made me do things I normally wouldn't do. But knowing her, she loved her own ass. She used it to her advantage every time she wanted to. She got up from the bed, walked towards her closet, where more than 100 white dresses were waiting, and pulled out a new one to use. Do you think this one will also do the job, baby? She asked with a smile. Abe. Well, hello, Abe. How are you? Abe, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're an ass man. Just kind of guessing here. I don't know where I got that clue. Just, you know, skip psychic class on Friday. So there may have been a little nudge in here somewhere about asses. I, I have no clue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what do we do to make our lover partner, whatever dynamic we're calling it, lose control? What do we do? 
We all have that something in our back pockets. The thought of your partner just losing it and you know what you did. It's some people perceive it as topping from the bottom. I don't. Um, I like to push my lover. I like for him to snap. He has this very, he is such in control all the time. And I'm the one that pokes the bear, like poke, poke, poke. That's me. Imagine that, right? So I like to see how far I can get with it. And I like to be punished. And sometimes it works. And most of the time it doesn't. And I end up in trouble and not getting what I wanted until later. So there you go. Would you let him or her come on you? Would you let them come on you? So say, you know, and would you wear it? I immediately as I thought about you coming on her dress, I thought about this time that my lover and I were together and it, it was sexy. Don't get me wrong, but a little different. So we just had amazing sex and I mean, explosive, so explosive that for the next two hours, when we went and chatted with another couple, I had no clue that I was wearing his cum on the top of my breast and across my cheek. So until we got back and he pointed out, Hey, he kind of missed a spot. Oh, that would have been great to know two hours ago. <laughs> then he proceeded to make me forget that I wore his cum visibly around all afternoon. So there you go. Would you wear your cum? Would you wear your lover's cum on your dress, shirt, whatever else? Or would you even let them come on your wardrobe? Or is that like an absolute no? I'm just curious. Dear Nikki, my wife and I have been married for just over three years now, but we've been together since freshman year of college 10 years ago. Since day one, we've been each other's best friend and maintained an incredible relationship. Since the beginning, we've always had an amazing sex and have spent the past 10 years perfecting it even further. That said, we both always had personalities that have left us exploring outside the relationship multiple times over the years. There was never anything emotional behind our secret hookups. We were just young and horny and wanted what we wanted in the moment. Unfortunately, there was a lot of dishonesty surrounding our cheating and neither of us wanted to come totally clean for fear of losing what we had with each other. I would find out little pieces at a time, like how she gave a ride to a classmate who then pulled his dick out because she didn't believe that he was actually over 10 inches. It was. She eventually told me that she also gave him a quick hand job after seeing it, but that was all. Years later, I know this is all true, except she had forgot to mention they'd also fucked at least 20 times over that semester. At some point, something switched in my brain and I turned the hurt that I felt from hearing this bits of the story into fantasy of my then-girlfriend pleasuring being being fucked by all these different guys. Once that feeling started, to this day, I haven't been turned on by much else than imagining her with other men. As I began to tell her how I felt about this, it was initially met with disgust and even tears. Over time, she became more open to letting me talk about it as she realized that this was really my ultimate fantasy. We would talk about it sometimes during sex, and it would never last long after. Still, to me, it felt like she was putting up with it for my sake and wasn't really into it. 
Things kept going like this for a while after college. Since we've been married, there haven't been any cheating, and we've been looked at our marriage as a clean slate for our relationship. In fact, we've never been more connected and secure in each other, and it's honestly been incredible. That said, this fantasy never went away, and if anything, it's only gotten stronger. Because of how close we've become, I felt more comfortable telling her about my desires and explaining the concept of potwifing. I'd be leaving out a big part of the story if I didn't mention that we started listening to your podcast a couple months ago. For us, this really was the final piece of the puzzle where we truly achieved complete and totally open communication. This is why, two weeks ago, she felt comfortable coming to me to tell me what she'd been up to. She was nervous at first, but eventually explained that out of a curiosity, she started looking at profiles on a dating app. Apparently, it wasn't long before she ended up matching with a married couple, and it wasn't long after that she was sexting with this couple, sending nudes back and forth. They record everything they do, and were sending her multiple videos of the guy fucking his wife and other girls they have threesomes with. The guy had a huge dick and a very athletic body. I could see how insanely horny she was just telling me about those videos they had sent her and the idea of actually having a threesome with them. She asked if I'd be okay with it, as if she couldn't see how hard I was just hearing this. Over the next week or so, they continued texting, sending nudes and videos, and getting to know each other. They started talking about a time they could meet for coffee or something before actually hooking up. At this point, she was really in just communication with the husband. Two days ago, they decided that the best option for him was to stop by our house around 2.30 just to say hi. My wife had been working from home full time, but I wasn't going to be home until after 5. I felt a little uncomfortable about their first meeting being at our house, but I trust her not to put herself in any bad situations. I asked if she thought she was going to do anything with him. She told me no, that she just wants to meet him and will have to get back to work. I was playfully skeptical at this at first, but she really does take her job very seriously. As I headed home from work yesterday, I texted her that I was on my way. She replied, sounds good. I'll say bye now. I called about halfway home, mentioning that he stayed later than I expected. I asked if it went well, and she told me yes. He was really nice and even more normal than she pictured. I told her I was glad to hear that and coyly asked what they did. Sex, she whispered in an adorably embarrassed tone. I made her repeat it herself. Sex, she said again. It was like fireworks going off in my head. I literally could not believe what I was hearing. She said she'd tell me all about it in person. I never wanted to be home so bad in my life. I came home to her on the couch wearing tight jeans that showed off her insane ass and a tight, thin tank top that did not hide her pierced nipples even a little bit. I asked if this is what she wore for him. She nodded. She started telling me how they had fucked for about two hours and that she was still dizzy from it and needed water. She told me how his dick was so big they were able to do tons of different positions she'd never tried, like her laying on her stomach, legs crossed, while he was on top of her, rotating and moving his cock inside her. She said, that's when I squirted. Well, at least sometime around then, I can't really remember. My mind was blown. She'd never squirted before. I was so torn between asking more questions, wanting to hear all about this, and just ripping her clothes off then and there. I opted for the latter. 
I took off her jeans and started fingering her and licking her clit where I knew the another guy had just been fucking her senseless. I loved how swollen the inside of her pussy felt. It made it feel even tighter than normal. When I stuck my dick in her from behind, fucking her over the back of the couch, I came inside her just after a couple minutes of this. We spent the rest of the evening talking about everything, and I was surprised that I didn't have a single negative feeling about this. As much as the fantasy had always turned me on, I still expected at least some level of guilt or jealousy if it ever actually happened, but I was just as excited and turned on by it as ever. We laid in bed late last night and started touching each other, and then eventually fucking a second time in what felt like a dream state. I was amazed that even after all of the intense sex we had just had with the still begging me to fuck her harder, we went until I came inside her again. I don't think I ever sip so well. I'm still waiting to see the videos that he apparently took yesterday. I can't even imagine what that feeling would be actually to see it. I realized this morning as I sat down to write that yesterday, when this all happened, was exactly 10 years ago to the day we met. I cannot wait to find out what the next 10 will hold. Travis. Well, hello, Travis. And wife. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for listening. That means a lot to me. Um, Congratulations for exploring and the connection that you guys are having with this. It is an amazing journey. Um, And I'm getting to witness you and everybody else that are finding their sex explorations. And I know that it makes Darcy and I feel very safe and welcome about our desires. And I know we don't talk about them because we're anonymous and well, not really me, but he is definitely, he's the man behind the curtain. Don't look. <laughs> um, But I know that we feel like we're part of something special. And that's why I we do this. That's why I started this. That's why he's joined me is to make everybody feel connected in some way that we may have different desires, but we're all looking for something to connect and on a deeper level with our partner, our lover, our dynamic, whatever we have. And congratulations on you guys and everybody out there that are actually reaching into those and having that connection and giving the other half of yourself. I do believe we all have a a sexual identity and a sexual need and coming to our partner and expressing that and finding a way to say, this is all of me, please accept me and being a partner and going, I accept you and let's embrace it. Or maybe even if they can't, and they find a way to help you embrace it halfway that meets that helps your dynamic celebrate that. And that's what you guys are doing. And it's amazing. And congratulations. And I love, love, love this. Absolutely 110%. Ladies and gentlemen, I always ask this question, and I know you guys always answer in your heads. Could you? If you went through this roller coaster that Travis and, and happy wife did, would you? How would you approach your lover, your partner, your dynamic and say, I need? And as the other dynamic, how would you help them? How would you come to them and say, let's do this? Being nervous about what you need and desire is hard. Confessing and accepting it is just as hard. So don't think that just because you put it out there, it's not hard for the person to, to digest it. That's why I always say, give the person twice as long as it took you, and even longer um, to accept it. They have to mull it over in their head. And if everything else is strong, this will work out. It just may take time. As um, somebody once told me, patience, it pays off. 
And it does. And many, many, many of my stories in the last couple, my personal story in the last two years, it very much has paid off and continues to pay off. So that's what I'm saying. Um, so kudos to you, Travis and wifey. <laughs> I am loving the story and I'm hoping that you guys continue down this connection, this this connection that you guys are building. And as many of you have privately reached out and said, it's the deepest connection you'd ever had. Um, we don't share information here. We don't share names or anything else. But I'm I'm telling you, Travis and wifey, you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. And that keep going and exploring each other and reclaiming that connection. Because that's what essentially what you're doing after it is you're reclaiming how sexy she is and the connection that you guys are built. So kudos to you guys. Dear Nikki, I'm a married white male in my 50s who absolutely loves playing with male-female couples. I don't really consider myself bi, but I do enjoy some play from the male half of the couple. I saw an ad online from a married couple looking for a third to share with them both. I answered, of course, and sent them a photo. They lived about an hour and a half from me, so we had to set up a meeting for lunch at a diner where they lived. He kept telling me she was nervous when they arrived, and it was obvious. We ate lunch, talked, and parted ways. After I drove away, I immediately texted him and said, Dude, I'm in. Y'all are awesome. We talked more and decided to meet up at a hotel where I was going to be spending the night for work. Once there, we went to the room and got settled and chatted. We decided we'd get started, so we all stood up and they began making out. I was watching and started playing with her tits, and she turned towards me, so we started making out. He was fingering her as she and I made out, and I played with her tits. He then knelt down and started undoing my jeans. We got them around my knees, and he took my cock in his mouth. I was still kissing his wife. I cannot explain how awesome and erotic it was to feel his hot mouth on my cock as I kissed her. I was immediately hard as a rock. I seriously lost all track of what all happened after that. I know he ate her pussy and he sucked me. I ate her pussy and sucked him. We both fucked her for hours and even DP'd her. She rode him cowgirl style and I fucked her ass from behind. It was amazing. We've met up a few times since, and I have meant to top him while she watches, but we never seem to get there. We're always too busy fucking her, but soon. We'll do that soon. Lonnie. Hello, Lonnie. (laughs) I love this. I love when anybody reaches out and just grabs what they want to do and just owns it. You know, I agree. I wouldn't consider you bi. Um, sexually explorative. That's what I'm saying here. I've always said that. But I I often get the question of are my lover and I swingers? And I always answer, no, we're sexually explorative. Um, my lover and I don't like labels. It's just we we have them if if it makes the other person feel comfortable, because to me, that's what labels are. It lets that person go, okay, you're here. And not necessarily there, you know, but for him and I, we're we're just sexually explorative and we're exploring what works for us, just as everybody else here. We're exploring what connects us closer as a couple. And when I say that, it means what works for us as a couple may not have worked for either relationship we had before this, because it's not our dynamic. So that's why I don't like labels because they don't, it's not a one size fits all. It never is. And But if it makes you feel comfortable, sure, 
But you know what? I'm sexually explorative. There's your answer. But Lonnie, you keep reaching outside that box and I cannot wait to see if you top him. And I would love to hear about it. Dear Nikki, my wife and I used to have sex several times a week. Now it's barely once a week. She goes to bed early and falls asleep. I've resigned myself to watching porn and edging myself on the couch. The other night, I was having a great session about 1 a.m. when I heard someone coming down the stairs as I was gushing cum all over my hand. Before she reached the bottom, I tucked myself back into my shorts, and I didn't know what to do with my hand full of cum, so I quickly licked it all off my hand and swallowed it. I've never tasted my cum before. I held some of it in my mouth. And as I went to the fridge to get a drink, I switched it around in my mouth and I finally swallowed. I loved the taste and texture. Now I swallow every load I jerk out. I can't get enough of it. Sometimes I flip my legs over my head and squirt it directly into my mouth. I even have talked my wife into snowballing me. It turned her on so much that she now has me eat her anal or vagina cream pies and swap cum with her after. I love the taste of my own cum. Now I'm wondering, should I try someone else's cum? Yum. Peter. Well, hello, Peter. (laughs) I, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's incredibly sexy for a couple to swap cum kissing. Like if you, like when he goes down on me and I go down on him and I taste him. I love that. I, it's another form of connection. I think for a couple, I, Absolutely enough. You're an into That's fine. That's fine. But I, I'm I'm still picturing Peter with your legs over your shoulders and you're jerking in your of your mouth. That that yeah, very 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 flexible, ladies and gentlemen. I, I mean, I mean, think of what else you can do, ladies, gentlemen. You know, I mean, if he's that flexible, jeez, hello, hi, Peter. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll get my mind out of the gutter, Peter. I swear to God, I will. Yeah, no, still in the gutter. Hi, Peter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, can you put your legs over your shoulders and come in your mouth? There's just, maybe after a couple of chiropractor appointments, and especially not right now since I have phlegm in me, there's no way I'm getting my, yeah, no. No, I'm not that flexible. I'll be completely honest with you guys. But... I do like swallowing, so I get the whole cum thing, Peter. So, have you swallowed anybody else's yet? I really want to know. I think this is a good place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to visit my sponsor, 20% off free shipping using the code DearNikki at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping, Manscaped.com. DearNikki, tell them Nikki sent you. Also, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being so patient and kind while I'm recouping over here. Hopefully this didn't damage my sound too much and it was a show you could listen to from beginning to end and you enjoyed it. That's what it's all about, right? Don't forget to say hi to my friend CJ. Very sexy man. Mm. Yeah, tell him I said hi. Also, if you want to say hi, have a drink with me. Crazy Winter Nights. Nebraska, January, me in a very flirty dress. Can have a drink, say hi, and dance with me. What do you think? I'd love to see you there and have a drink, maybe dancing. Steel toe shoes, please. Need a little more neat? Don't forget patron.com forward slash dear Nikki. 
extra episode for five bucks and ten dollars a month video chats with me just hanging out having a glass of whatever i decide for the night and just having conversations i'd love to see you there and in closing hello lover thinking about tracing your body with my fingertips how long would you last with my breath against your skin me nibbling down your body How long would it take for you to grab me by the hair, bend me over that couch, and show me who's really in charge? I really want to know. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.